0: Hey, what's up, everybody? A few things. First, this episode was recorded several months back, and I'm going to apologize for the long break as there were issues in the personal life and on the website that kept it and a few other episodes from being released in a timely fashion. So we'll be releasing this and a few other episodes over the next few weeks that were recorded some time ago. Um, And secondly, there are some technical issues on Chuck's audio about halfway through this episode. You can still understand them, of course, but I just wanted to give a heads up so that you're aware ahead of time. Still, I'm glad to be back. I hope that you're happy that we're back, and I hope you enjoy the episode. You are now listening to beyond the fourth wall of writing with your host john robinson the four. here we smash walls demolish writer's blocks and learn how to harness the true power of storytelling let's get it cracking chuck brown is the eisner and ringo award-winning writer of books such as marvel's black panther and punisher the creator of indie projects like on the stump and the short complex collection and he is the co-creator of the critically acclaimed Bitter Root from Image Comics. What's going on, everybody? This is John Robinson. Welcome to the latest episode of the Beyond the Fourth Wall Podcast. With me today, I have writer Chuck Brown on with me. What's going on? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I know, I know life is kind of crazy out there in the world right now. You know, mm-hmm. you've been dealing with COVID for how many months now? Like maybe Maybe, uh, what was it, five months, maybe? <laughs>
1: February, January, February, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's, yeah, it's been around since the beginning of the year, but, like, people you get locked being locked down, down at the house, you know. March,
1: right?
0: <laughs> uh, so I've been locked down. So, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I guess one of the things I always I always wonder in reference to COVID is how people are doing, you know, as far as uh, creatively, you know. Is, has anything really changed for you, or is it kind of the same, I mean, when it
1: first hit, you know, with the um, conventions, you know, shutting down and everything mm-hmm. going around the world, I kind of had a block, and I kind of had a bit of a wall, in the mm-hmm. sense I, I wasn't feeling anything creatively for a right. while. You know, I'm just recently starting to get back into the the floor things. You know, so, yeah, uh, it hit me pretty hard. You hit every, it all of us pretty hard. So creatively, it really did. You know, put a um, like a vice grip on my. Um, my process yeah how about you did slow you down at all or just keep rolling with it or
0: um it was i still have a little bit more time because office i don't got to commute into work to the office you know so (laughs) you know uh all my writing is usually done like late after work like you know after i come in the house and you know you know uh, see what's going on with the kids and stuff like that the wife and then it's like Maybe I uh, really tiredly <laughs> go drag myself to the to the computer or whatever. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like for the most part, uh, like it's it's eased up on time. But then, like without the structure, like I, I, I talked about this on a, on a previous podcast episode too. Your structure is not there at least for me as far as um like you know going to work every day and coming back whatever. Now it's like kind of open open like block of time and so it's harder for me to like focus in on particular things And of course it's just the regular stress of the world <laughs> you know
1: I kind of I see what you're saying because I went through similar because you know I have a, I have a day job and um mm-hmm. wife kids, and I come home and kind of do my thing you know with the family and right. then I sit down and write like on um, after work and weekends to kind of bang out scripts then but now, right. it's <laughs> now i'm working from home now with my day job as well you think i you think i get more writing done but it's not quite
0: right right exactly you
1: know,
0: not same, you know, so. yeah it's, it's it's time time man it, when you when it's when you don't have as much structure in your time it gets away from you quicker because yeah. like I, I know me personally it, it's par- partially for me i just know that i gotta like be super disciplined to get stuff done but yeah. i know that um like when you have, when you, we, we have work, you go to, you know, you go to work from this time to this time, you, you know, that, all right, I'm not going to be able to get right done unless I schedule it. And so you schedule it in that time block or whatever, you know, after work at eight o'clock or whatever time you finally can sit down. Um, and then it's kind of like now with that time block open, you, you kind of go, Oh, I got all day. I, I, I'll, you know, I'll get it done at some point during the day. Cause I, you know,
1: <laughs> it's even worse that. Um, you know, my day job is, um, Information technology, right? Right. So everybody, yeah. Everybody's trying to, you know, live stream things and figure out that technology in different ways. So I'm trying to worry about that. Uh huh. Where you know, back in the day, with you know, as you know, IT guy, you know, there's no problems. You get a lot of free time. So I used to, you know, write doing that free time. But now right. there's, there's no free time like you used.
0: <laughs> yeah, I work IT too, so I know. I know what you mean. Like when we first got off, what's
1: up?
0: I work. I work networking. So. Uh, right. When we first got off. It was all about VPN, yeah. <laughs> and everybody, everybody. Oh, my VPN don't work, or you know, I can't connect my printer to my computer. My home printer is like, well, you're not supposed to connect your home. Yeah, printers. exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like all these like random things. You know, oh, oh my 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 voice, my VoIP doesn't work. You know, my, you know, whatever they use. We had Jabber at the beginning. Now we're just, like switching over to Teams, and it's like, oh, I, you know. Oh, can you help me forward? So i like all day, you know, I'm, I'm forwarding I'm forwarding people's – I mean, like, like simple stuff, you know. Oh,
1: I can't get I mean, my calls to forward. I can't check my voicemail, you know. <laughs> kind of the obvious reasons to have a day job, you know, of course, to provide. But um, right. some ideas have come out of, you know, being at day jobs and things, you know, the crazy situations you get into. A, oh, yeah. It kind of sparks these ideas in your head and, mm-hmm. and you, you know, bring these stories to life, honestly, you know, some of those – trials and struggles and the different people
0: you meet so yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah i mean like yeah i mean there's there's situations that happen at work where i'm like yeah i'm gonna write that 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 can be a scene or that could be an issue to talk about i i had um i had i went i went to work one day for example and i i wrote this down because it was just such a it was such a, a crazy situation to me it was it wasn't that crazy but it was it was, it impacted me enough to to be like hmm interesting that could be a character archetype or something like that but it was you know i, I go to work you know you can't really see him right here because my camera sucks and you know my my, my 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 waves ain't quite as deep as they you know as usual because okay <laughs> hair you know what i mean uh but it was about my, it was about my hair you know what i mean it was like you know i come in someone looks at my hair you know now this guy this guy's bald has no hair you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and right. he starts. He goes, "Oh man, your waves, your waves looking pretty deep." He's like, "Hey, look, man, I gotta give you some tips, to, you know, to get to get them waves deeper, <laughs> you and get them better." You know what I mean? He's like, "He's like, see what, see, what you gotta do is this, that, th-? and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I mean, he may know something. Maybe I mean, maybe he had waves before. I don't know,
1: <laughs> dude. <got> no hair
0: <laughs> I'm gonna steal that one. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> right, right. So like, I was like, this situation is so." That's unique right. <laughs> and i wasn't mad at the dude or nothing you know i, I was that, just kind of like
1: okay. that's
0: so funny that's awesome right is this is the interesting so i like you know when i got back to my computer at work i'm like let me just jot this down on my notes real quick before i get back to right. work you know what i mean because it was just like one of those situations so you're right yeah like there's 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 crazy situations that, and, that, and that's a that's a mild situation that's a light situation but still right. you know situations like that happen and they kind of get your, your your mind rolling but uh <laughs> but uh I mean kind of that kind of leads me into the um into the the first question that I usually ask is um you know really what 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 usually gets your mind there like when it's time for you to you know, you know once you get home from work and you know you kiss the kid and you tell them all right y'all you know y'all go do whatever go go to bed i gotta get to writing or whatever what 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 do you do um when you sit down in front of the screen finally
1: um I may put on a little music or Maybe even a movie in the background or something. Um, right, right. I have my workspace, my little desk space to um, kind of get in the in the right state of mind for it? Although mm-hmm. sometimes they grab a pen and pad and um, lie on the couch and maybe just write down some ideas here and there. Right, um, right. Honestly, sometimes I me mean, you could be driving home. I could be driving from the grocery store and um, an idea come kind of my mind, my mind, I start daydreaming about it. Mm-hmm. Forming the story in my head, and when I finally sit down, then I right. put
0: it down on paper. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I so I hear that question. I mean, that's that's one of the other things that I, I hear from people a lot. Because me personally, when I when when I write, I I don't I don't see myself as like the writing is not all happening when I sit down. You know what I mean? Like like you said about driving, you know, drive to the store or whatever. Um, like a lot of my writing happens away from the computer. like the the preliminary part in my head is happening already. so by the time I get to the table, it's like, all right, now let me let me kind of you know spill this stuff out let me let me spill this stuff out on paper uh, cool. or or where you know evernote or word <laughs> word or whatever I'm using at the time and then and then, like the writing part at the at the desk is maybe working out the kinks that weren't clear because it's like really kind of like cloudy in your head. But they're, you know, it's kind of, it's there, but it's not structured. So mm-hmm. when I get down at the at the desk, that's like when I'm like, all right, let's let's actually make the things that are in my head makes make some kind of
1: sense. Right, really. Right. <laughs> to you know, give it structure like, in your work document or whatever. You know, you get all those thoughts out of your head onto the paper and like, throw up on the page. Honestly, that's what right. I, don't, you know, I don't worry about having it right the first time. I just kind of put it down mm-hmm. and, and worry about cleaning it up later. You know, that's right. That, uh,
0: right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah, I think one of the most important things is to is to get it down. I, I don't know how many people. I, I'm sure you've heard a lot of people say in the past, like, uh, "Oh, yeah, I'm working on." You know, <laughs> I, I get it all the time. You know, uh, you know, I'm at a table or something somewhere, and they, you know, they walk up. Oh, cool. You know, I like your work or whatever. And then they go, "Yeah, I'm working on something too." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Like, where where you at in the process?" He was like, "Oh, you know," they, they, they kind of say the thing. Well, well, it's in my head, you know. Right, uh, right, right. It's in my and I hear that so so often. Like it's in my head. It's all in my head. It's in my head. And I'm like, it's not really though. I mean it is, but it's not. Like and what I mean what I mean by that, I feel like your basic idea is in your head, right? But it's not on paper yet. So all of your ideas that you have are not in your head because you you will lose stuff over time. You will forget things that you forgot you even thought of. You know what right. I mean, uh, right. and and you'll and you'll never have it down because I don't know how many times I've written stuff down, and you know, um, you know, I leave it alone for a little bit and I come back and I'm and I look at the notes and I'm like, oh, like I, I got, like I forgot stuff that I wrote down. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, and that's why, in my in my opinion, you really gotta write that stuff down. You know what I mean? Um, what they,
1: what they, I guess what they're seeing, what we see sometimes, is the, the finished mm-hmm. part, of the building already built. But you know, when you sit down, you. Mm-hmm. Give the foundation and the pipes and the wiring. and really give right. it a story, you know, really kind of um, build that story up and flesh it out. That's kind of really what matters. You gotta, mm-hmm. it's cool to have ideas in your head, but if you gotta sit down and really kind of bang out that whole world you know, mm-hmm. build that and go to those characters.
0: Yeah, that's that's the hard part. Yeah, that's the hard part, <laughs> and that's what brings it together, really. that's that's what bring, I mean. I, I I can I can go, man. I I know I, I'm gonna make a book with a superhero right now. He's gonna be like Black Panther. I'm gonna call him Black Leopard, and he gonna <laughs> you know he gonna <laughs> he gonna have super speed. You gotta rich. to be rich. You be he, rich. I mean? he, he gonna be rich like like Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark and, and, and like T'Challa or whatever. You know he's, he's gonna be like you know, and I can have his ideas or whatever. But until I sit down and, and think about, okay, well, why is he rich? What is the what is the what is the material that's providing his richness? He doesn't have vibranium. How is right. he rich otherwise? You know, is he right. is he a genius? Okay, what is he a genius at? You know, right. okay, so he's so, all right. He's an engineer. So what is, what does he engineer? Is He making weapons. All right. So what are his thoughts on weapons? You know, you like, start right. to go down the rabbit hole. You know, right. and and, that, and that's those are the things that I feel like that you miss when you just do the surface level. Oh, I have an idea, but um, you, you didn't write it down yet. I mean, I, I still struggle with it. I, you know, I struggle with the with the actually sitting down and getting some some ideas down on paper. But I know over time, I, I've made it. I made a, a much uh, bigger effort to uh, like actually <laughs> write these things down. You know, um, and then it's always rewarding later. Like I said, when you come back and look at it, you're like,
1: oh man. I fleshed all that out okay <laughs> you need artwork back from the, you know if you're doing a comic book that is if you get artwork back from my an artists and right. see those panels come to life and you see what they add to the story yeah really it really is a powerful thing yeah
0: yeah yeah that's that that's inspiring in itself you ever you ever had that that happen um like where you where you've uh, uh maybe like you're in a kind of a mind state where you know uh like maybe a, a mental block or, a, or or something like that, but then you get pages back and then the pages themselves kind of inspire you, you know, to right. keep
1: on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like some character designs from somebody, but like, damn, it's inspiring. I got to get, I got to get some more work done. This is awesome, man. It gets you. Word. Gets
0: your yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we got, we got, so we got to, we got to talk a little bit about, um, a, a little bit about Bitterroot, a little bit, a little bit about Honest Stump. One, one of the things I like in in, in both, in both of these books our uh, theme, is theme. Like, I'm big. I'm really big on theme because theme was one of the scariest things that that uh, I couldn't figure out <laughs> when it came to writing. Um, I didn't know what it was. I didn't even really know it existed. You know, when I first started, uh, I was talking about like ten plus years ago. I'm just kind of like, what's the thing that's making this 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 thing make sense or or making people feel something about this story? Um, and I, I just see like, especially bitter root. It seems like there's there's all these um analogies to what the bitter root is you know in in terms of the actual herb in terms of the word bitter in terms of the roots of culture you know what I mean like I see all of these little different things coming together but uh yeah what's kind of your what's kind of your take on on how you how you built
1: up uh the theme in in, in, in that story um honestly man it was it it kind of it kind of blossomed from just um i guess I guess trauma just being beat down and mentally yeah. um and seeing us how we portrayed it in the media and portrayed in movies and treated in treated around the world in America is just um I wanted to create something uplifting and powerful for us right, you know, right. Exactly. showed us in a powerful light um showed, you know kind of emphasize how special we as a people are you know that kinda, that's kind of that's kind of the theme of how this family can cure these. They don't just hunt the monks, they also cure.
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: And um, and the villain was uh was a big part of that at the time, where um, you know he he was somewhat the um the Malcolm X to their Martin Luther King version, right. you know, where he was he was just a regular preacher, but he was living as a creature from the perspective of a black man. You know what I'm saying? So that right, over- exactly overall theme was I guess was just about you know dealing with trauma and racism in America and just mm-hmm. the, inner, the inner demons we all have in ourselves you know what I'm saying right like, can our inner demons be cured or should they be put out our misery you know are we who are we these, these creatures for life or can we be better people you know that's kind of the whole philosophy
0: right right yeah
1: in my mind where, where I was coming from when I first you know started you know patching the story together you know right right bringing on more and more stuff it's all these different perspectives and all these different things that are important to us got mm-hmm. this one story that just kind of you
0: know mm-hmm. yeah 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 and I, I i dig how all the characters well <laughs> also i mean so i like um characters with with uh so most of the characters are black of course <laughs> uh but then you have like but they have these dive, the diverse personalities, like they're, they're they're all so. What am I trying to say? I like I like that there can be so much diversity amongst blackness versus like the idea of um. Well, this is your black character, and then they represent all black people. <laughs> you know, that's what happens. You know, no no shade on Marvel or DC or anything like that, but that's usually what happens. You know, they put they slap a. Uh, Cyborg on, on the Justice League, and now he represents black people for the Justice League. You know, yeah, um, he, I mean, John Stewart, lesser so in, in the Green Lanterns, but because it's kind of space thing, so it's not really the same. Everybody's an alien in space.
1: I mean, or I mean, what, you know, athletes or whatever, but you know, cyborgs, you know, he plays football. You know, he had to play football. Right. And the, I mean, the Falcon, I think the original one was that he like found his wings to protect his neighborhood or something I don't, i'm not sure like, right think right origin of him and a uh, blue cage you know a guy in his neighborhood protecting his neighborhood in, 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 you know in Harlem you know so exactly you know, everything i create i do represent us because you know i write heroes and villains and heroes and villains in my life you know are, mm-hmm. are white people you know what i'm saying mostly you know and some of the villains are white people but the heroes, I can't reflect myself, but they're also very different people, you know. So right. exactly. I don't I don't I don't never sit out to create a black comic, I just create a comic, you
0: know. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that and that's you know, like that's that's what we need more of in general, especially when it comes to when it comes to black creators, black characters, because you can't you can't have a black I mean for for example, I'm sure you've seen the, the issue of a black character being the only black character on a a movie and then they die, you know? And it's kind of like, and and what I mean by that, it it sucks that that can't happen because it should be, it should be allowed for the black character to die. But the problem is that that is the only, usually the only black character there. And then it's the only character that dies, you know, (laughs) or they die first or they die the most brutally or something like that. that, But with, but with actual diversity, with actual inclusion, it doesn't matter because there's not just one black character, and that person can be treated like every other character, and that person may in a horror movie situation or whatever situation get killed, just like the white person could get killed. You know what I mean? It should be it should be like that, you know, or or even or even stereotypes. Stereotypes, we have to like navigate around stereotypes and make sure. But let's be real, uh, stereotypes are rooted in reality. So some yeah. characters are going to be stereotypical a certain way sometimes, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but because there's only so few black, you know in major media, there's only so few black characters or of any other race, they represent that entire race. So they can't be, you know, Luke Cage can't be just the thug from Harlem, you know what I mean? Uh, he's got be he's gotta be the thug from Harlem that redeemed himself. Like, he has to go through every aisle of black personness that he could possibly. All right, he was a thug. He went to jail. Uh, but now he's a hero and then in this TV show iteration, now he's a he was an ex-cop too, like you know, it's just right, right, right. you gotta be everything in one yeah. character as opposed to having this cast of characters, so that's what I like about that's what I like about Bitterroot in, 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 in general, honestly um, your other books too, there was there was another book the one I picked up from you was up Soon. I'm trying to remember the name of that book, I, I don't even think the main character was black in that book uh, oh, what, what's that? Was it the quiet kind? Yes, there it is. There it is. The quiet kind. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I had I picked it up and I read it and then um it's in my office somewhere. And I was like looking all over. I was like, I got cause I I I read it like when I like when I first when I first grabbed it from you. And I, I think I may have uh I think I when I filed it in my comments, I think I, I didn't file it in alpha in the correct correct alphabetical <laughs> spot. So I was like, dang, where is this doggone book? Um uh, so I I I've gotta find it again. But yeah, yeah, that book had a whole like like God level, uh, like it was like like spirits and gods from a, like a, like a higher level, kind of talking down to this to this young guy, um, and it was like it was like all this stuff packed, and it was and it was all packed like in one issue, and all these like these grand grandiose concepts, and I and I dig that because like you said, it's not just you know you're not sitting out to write a black comic, you're just sitting out to write a good a good comic or a good story. You know what I mean, right, and right. I, I really, I really dug how there were all these like really diverse right. concepts and and grandiose concepts in this in this you know one in this one issue. Um, what was what was your mindset when you were when you were working on uh on that book?
1: Well, the quiet kind was basically about bullying at its core. Right. So um, bullying and just you know treating your uh, your fellow man with some dignity, and respect. That's all, honestly. And then right. the kind of built from there. You know, what if, you know, this lost, really angry kid got all the power of the universe, you know? <laughs> yeah. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't put on a spandex suit and go out saving people. He would, you know, the wrong person that's with him, you know, he go he go he go he go different, right. <laughs> you, know, it's like, it's like, you know concept of control over people, you know, they these these gods would have wanted to control mm-hmm. the boy or manipulate the young boy, but power in him was more than would they expected you know? so right there's there's a bunch of different things kind of like you said was packed into one story mm-hmm. um it meant to be spread out over um several issues of, Drugs, of course, presents. but he mm-hmm. it said it's a you know, one shot that's why like there's it, so much happening right that. yeah i mean i i
0: dug it though i thought the pacing was really good you know what i mean i i was like even in this even in this like one shot book the pacing and so much happening. I'm not lost. You know, the pacing is still on point. You know, I, I mean, like, and that and that shows how you use the real estate on your page well. It's like every panel does something. You know, every page, uh, you know, progresses the story. There's no stagnant moments. Everything, but, every every piece of dialogue is somebody telling you something that is important to understanding what this character is going through.
1: You think um, about these, these artists, man. They're putting in hours and hours of work, and I'm going to make every panel count you know and right and, and you know people paying you know four bucks for a comic book you know mm-hmm. i want to give them a really good story you know i want to give them the uh, bang for their buck you know what i'm saying so right to to make every panel count, you know, every count. yeah you know?
0: but I, I i take that because like that that's that is a probably the most epic way i've ever seen like a, a bully to a story told you know what i mean <laughs> so to see it kind of like at the top level that's that's pretty cool and, and that's the kind of stuff that makes comics work i think you know what i mean
1: like that's yeah, jeremy J- Treese, the artist on that book said um one of the scenes in chapter one was like one of the most disturbing things he's ever he's ever drawn i was like
0: yes nice nice <laughs> I dig that I dig that and that's that's what blows me away about flies, books
1: man. I hate flies I hate flies so right that's why I wrote that scene in that in the first few pages I don't want to spoil it for anybody but yeah please right please pick up the quiet time you can get it from my website or or from dropbox.com. word
0: word yeah yeah man I like I I, I think that the thing that blows me away about books the most is when I'm reading it the concept starts to become clear you know, because you start reading the book, you see opening scenes, you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. All right, the art's pretty cool. Or if it's a you know, if it's prose, it's kind of like okay, the storytelling's pretty cool, The descriptions are cool, whatever. But then when you start to realize the concept, and then it just levels up several times as you're reading it. That's when I know the book is good. You know what I mean? And this happened in a one-shot. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 like, okay, oh. Okay, so that's like a, a like. Well, I, I don't want to call it a. I, I believe they're they're basically god level power, different deities <laughs> that uh, kind of pour their power into them. But uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, so that's what that is. Okay, and then I'll wait, and he was just getting messed with, and now he has all that power. Oh, this is about to be <laughs> this is about to be bad for somebody. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like I, I just like seeing something level up and then do it so i guess efficiently you know again efficient use of 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 pacing on the page um and and that's something that's hard to do both in in novels and and comics man like that's so like 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 bringing that together is is pretty pretty freaking impressive um we're gonna get ready to wrap it up in a minute here um i gotta ask real quick on, on when it comes to your your storytelling um, is it usually, and, and I think I know the answer to this, but so I just want to see <laughs> what you got to yeah. say about it. Is it? Th- 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 is usually the concept uh, the way it hits you first, or is it usually um, more of a, a, a character based thing that that, that that inspires a story before you get rolling?
1: I guess, I, I guess it's more of a um, theme, honestly, or yeah, you know, some kind of subject matter that kind of sparks most of my Story, you know, I, mean, right. I definitely want to entertain or, or you know, um, scare or, or bring humor to the readers. But the core of all my stuff is some kind of theme or some kind of subject matter mm-hmm. that I get out, or I'm trying to understand myself better. You know, and then from there, these characters start to emerge, and these worlds start to emerge, and, and it kind of, like you said, you know, levels up into forms into actual story. You know. Right,
0: right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 the kind of stuff I love, man. I mean, I I love like like I said, where every time I do these podcasts, I love talking to people about about the way they think about stuff, um, about about what they do when they actually sit down, um, about about the process because that's what helps get other people working in their heads. They go, okay, well, maybe if I take it from this angle, maybe if I put on music, maybe if I put on a movie. I know I can't put on a movie because because I'll I'll start watching the movie, but (laughs) but music.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I gotta put it off sometimes now. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, uh, and I can't, and I can't put on hip hop unless it's, I, I can't put on hip hop, even yeah. the instrumentals. Because if I put on hip hop, I start, I start, I start paying too much attention to the lyrics. You know what I am mean? big, I'm big on lyrics. You know, I'm big on, I'm big, you know, like like I listen to people like like Lupe and and Most Def and stuff like that. And if I'm listening to one of them, then I just you know I just start keying into the lyrics and. No, don't get me wrong, sometimes the lyrics will inspire you, but when it when it's actually time to like start putting concepts together, it's like, okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll jot some of the lyrics that inspired something down. Um, but I gotta turn it off. I, I even had to do it with Erica Badu once. I mean, she's oh. not even rap, she's not even rap. I mean, the old Baduism, you know what I mean? I'm just I'm listening to it and some of the stuff that she was saying. I was like, Oh, okay, this is this is perfect. But I had to turn it off though, because exactly. I can't wait to sing the song. Yeah. I can deal
1: with the instrumentals. I don't mind instrumentals yeah, yeah like you but if it's lyrics playing i i want to right. enjoy the music and, and you know listen to that and not focus on what i'm doing so right exactly i mean, something going on in the background you know? Right, right, you
0: know, right. that's <laughs> no, all good uh <laughs> but um but yeah uh we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and wrap it up here um i know we had a we had a Short window to work with, but um, we got it in, man. We, I think we talked about some good things. Um, talk, I appreciate t- you asking me. On, asking me on, man. It's been cool. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, let people know where they can find you at on um on social media. Where let people
1: know where they can find your uh, books to buy. Um, um yeah. my, my website is um on the dot com. All my social media and Twitter is on there. Um, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. As Chuck Brown, probably see my mug on there somewhere. Bert,
0: Bert. Yep. And as usual, um, everybody knows you can find me at uh, fourthwall.net. Also on Twitter at Fourth Wall, that's I V W A L, like the Roman numeral. Um, you can also find um, me online at uh ScorpioComic.com if you want to find the book, which is about twelve relics that are empowered by the Zodiac. Um but yeah, that's all the time we got for this episode. So we're gonna catch you guys next time. I'm not the one